Hello, my name is Evan Stolman. This is day four of quarantine, March 20th, 2020. As the days go by, more and more studies are being done about how the no novel coronavirus is being spread. The novel coronavirus is known to be able to stay aerosolized for up to three hours and is ejected from lungs through coughing, sneezing, and even breathing. This is why masks are of incredible importance. In certain parts of China, you are not allowed to leave your house without them. However, different masks are good for different reasons. A mask with N95 certification will protect you from inhaling droplet particles that may be in the air. These masks are critical for healthcare workers who are dealing with the ill on a regular basis. However, surgical masks, which we often see amongst the public in Asian countries, can help keep the wearer from spreading particles to others. It is an understatement to say the healthcare systems around the world were not prepared for the amount of masks they were going to need and now have a partially panic-buying-induced shortage. This is why we have seen the media telling us they don't work. They do. However, healthcare workers are top priority in the U.S., there have been reported cases of huge supplies of masks being stolen from hospitals for healthcare workers who desperately need protection in order to continue to fulfill their duties. Many first-hand accounts of doctors and medical staff saying they do not even have masks, while they see first responders in Italy in full hazmat suits. The Center for Disease Control has told nurses and doctors to combat shortages using scarves or bandanas in replacement of masks in what seems like utter desperation. The virus can even live on surfaces such as stainless steel for multiple days, which is why hygiene is so important. These transmission characteristics make the virus extremely infectious, allowing for the exponential growth of cases all over the world we are seeing today. Due to this being a brand new virus, the world has no antiviral solutions as of yet. But many doctors around the world are testing treatments on patients as they pour in. In China and Australia, there has been anecdotal evidence through trial and error that many antiviral drugs that are often used for anti-immune diseases are having positive effects on patients showing severe symptoms. Drugs like Plaquenil are often used as an anti-malaria or rheumatoid arthritis drug. These claims are just anecdotal, however. The Center for Disease Control is seeing positive effects of certain antivirals such as chloroquine and will continue testing and experiment with different solutions as doctors race against the clock to save lives. Unfortunately for the people of Italy, they just recorded their largest death total in one day at 450 people. If Italy does not stop the exponential growth of the virus, we will be watching an absolute catastrophe. The entire state of California, the sixth largest economy in the world, is now the latest jurisdiction to entirely lock down its population. Meanwhile, spring breakers in Florida spend time in large crowds gathering on the beach because of partying. Oh, wow. A lot of people. So if you think that the beaches are being impacted here by coronavirus, uh, by COVID-19 and by the new cases yes. that are emerging here in Florida, this is... This is Clearwater Beach here, everybody. Say that looks like Clearwater. And one of the one of the questions that we were asked here earlier was whether or not the beaches were going to be impacted by what's going on here with uh, with coronavirus in the state of Florida. By the by, the looks of it, this looks to be a pretty busy yes. day here at the beaches. A lot of people here in the water. We know that Miami Beach 
and Fort Lauderdale Beach and some others in South Florida have yes. closed. The Tampa Bay area beaches are not closed. I'm if I get corona, I get corona. At the end of the day, I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. You know, I've been waiting. We've been waiting for Miami spring break for a while. About two months we've had this trip planned. Two, three months. So we're just out here having a good time. Whatever happens, happens. Like, it's really messing up with my spring break. We are living in a tale of two viruses. Many are still not taking life seriously. I would like to blame this on pure idiocy. However, this may be due to multiple ideas about how dangerous this disease is. Many media outlets were downplaying the severity of the symptoms from the beginning. Worst, worst case scenario, it could be the flu. I feel like the more I learn about this, the less there is to worry about. I was about to say the same thing. All the talk about coronavirus being so much more deadly doesn't reflect reality. Without a vaccine, the flu would be far more deadly. Anthony Fauci, lead immunology researcher and Donald Trump's advisor on infectious disease, has said they have seen significant cases of COVID-19 affecting young people. In the United States so far, roughly 40% of the patients are between the ages of 20 and 54. With 10,000 cases eclipsed in the United States and New York hospitals filling up very quickly, the U.S. must follow the path of every other major nation and shut down because the pace is about to pick up. The federal government has said tests are on their way for the past three weeks as the medical infrastructure fumbles at such critical times. Every day, new extreme measures are put on societies around the globe to fight the war we have found ourselves in. With many non-essential workplaces shutting down all over Western countries, including factories for major auto manufacturing, the government of Canada and the UK have asked factories for Rolls-Royce, Ford, Honda, and other manufacturers to begin to shift processes to build more ventilators in war-like movements by industry and central government that hasn't been seen since World War II. Lack of medical supplies is looking to be one of the Western world's largest roadblocks when it comes to fighting this virus. Sunnybrook Hospital in Toronto, Canada has run a simulation on the incredible lack of ventilators in Ontario. This is what they have said. Our simulation using a conservative scenario of a daily 7.5% increase of cases predicts that Ontario's ICU bed and ventilator resources will be depleted in approximately 37 days. 7.5% increase per day is incredibly conservative. Since March 12th, the daily increase in new COVID-19 cases has averaged 26%. Since Monday, the rate of increase has slowed but has still averaged 15.6% percent daily over the past four days. At the current rate, this is leaving only two weeks before hospital workers will have to make the ultimate judgment of life and death, as triaging will become the new reality. This virus has shown incredible vulnerabilities within the global supply chain. Many Western countries rely on importing cheap generic drugs and masks from low-cost producers such as China and India. Due to incredible disruptions in supply chains, many countries will have shortages of certain life-saving drugs and medical equipment. Norway has started rationing medicines such as insulin due to such high demand and many people panicking from being ill-prepared. With the economic prospects getting dimmer and dimmer every day, many countries are releasing financial plans for those who may get laid off or have children to care for as schools have been closed.
Canada has released quite the extensive economic plan, looking to lift the weight off Canadian shoulders, and have rolled out an $82 billion stimulus package. This includes $27 billion in emergency aid for workers and businesses, and $55 billion in tax deferrals. Justin Trudeau stated, "Many workers do not qualify for employment insurance. Therefore, we are putting in place exceptional measures that will flow money into their pockets every two weeks." This emergency fund has seemed to make Canadians feel comfort that they will not have to burden financial hardship as well as endure medical emergency all at once. Japan has also talked about giving a UBI cash to its citizens as a part of its coronavirus stimulus package. It still seems to be not quite enough, as the Canadian oil industry is on the verge of collapse. We should not sugarcoat this. The world is heading towards disaster, but out of darkness will always come light. This critical moment in humanity's history will be a spark to the fire that changes the world, and we have to make it for the better. Some situations have a funny way of illuminating issues that may not have been foreseen under the guise of everyday life. People are struggling, and the shadows of giants who choose not to help will be casting over us all. I would like to end with a quote from the great Malcolm X: "Education is our passport to the future." For tomorrow belongs to those who prepare for it today. Thank you. Wash your hands and stay safe.